Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 93 of our trek. Today we will continue on our trek as we consider what it means to hike with a limp. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. On Sunday of this week, we were able to attend church with our daughter Elizabeth, her husband Nat, and their four children, along with Nat's parents. It's always a blessing to spend time with family and worship together. After church, we all went to Los Hermanos in St. Mary's, West Virginia for lunch. The food was good and we enjoyed our time. And after a lighter week of client work last week, as we celebrated our 36th anniversary, it is back to a full schedule for this week. We are also spending some time focused on our efforts with the woodwork in our dining room, getting ready to refinish it and the floor. But now it's time to break camp and continue on our exploration of the trails of life to help us to understand how best to hike with a limp. I have to admit that I do love life, and each day I endeavor to make the choice to live it in a rich and satisfying way. I realize that some days are much more difficult to do so. Sometimes the rough and rugged trails that we have to navigate are difficult enough in themselves, but when we have to deal with a limp, that is something that impedes us, it becomes challenging to take that next step. In order to set the stage for our exploration of our trails today, let's look at someone else from the Bible that had to overcome obstacles to carry on. In his second letter to the church in Corinth, the Apostle Paul reveals a struggle that he had, and this can be found in chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And Paul writes, Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness, so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness, and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And we can see here that Paul made the choice to accept his weakness and even take pleasure in it. And that brings us to our first trail for today, that's trail number five, we can choose. While we don't generally choose to suffer, we can choose how to respond to it. Only in a cooperative surrender does God have the freedom to mold us in His likeness. We do not stand outside of our being created. There is a decision, a will, a choice to be made. If then we choose to be willing participates in the process that suffering takes us through, what could we discover? If we choose to expect to find God in the dark and desolate trails of suffering, will we discover that hope and meaning is found in the midst of our suffering? How can we gain wisdom through suffering? Viktor Frankl, who was in the Nazi prison camp for many years, in his book The Man's Search of Meaning, would say that it is possible and even essential for us to navigate periods of suffering well. And he writes, The way in which a man accepts his fate and all the suffering it entails, the way in which he takes up his cross, gives him ample opportunity, even under the most difficult circumstances, to add a deeper meaning to his life. Frankel tells us just how vitally important our responses to unavoidable suffering is, where we choose to change ourselves when faced with suffering that we cannot change. This is when our suffering becomes a tool in God's transforming work in our lives. For Christians, it is as we remind ourselves of the purposes of God in the midst of suffering and take hold of the comfort that He never leaves us or forsakes us that we find meaning, hope, and endurance for the most difficult of times. 
Sometimes suffering does come from the choices that we have made in our lives, and as much as possible we need to correct our actions and attempt to reverse those choices. But there are other times that suffering is completely outside ourselves, and we need to choose to endure and allow the suffering to transform us into God's likeness. And that brings us to trail number six. We are not alone. Suffering will come, but we are not alone. Once we come to the place of knowing that God is with us regardless of how we feel or what we're going through, we can also acknowledge our need for others. When we are going through the hard times in life, it is tempting to withdraw from others and hunker down, but that really works against us. We need to look for and ask for help from anyone who can support us in our hard seasons. This may be our doctor, our counselor, our immediate family, and it most certainly should include our church family if we attend one. It is so difficult to tell others that we are suffering, and yet people's loving response and ongoing practical and prayer support is what will give us the strength to carry on. We really need each other. We aren't built to live alone, and this is described so well in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. And King Solomon wrote, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And that brings us to trail number seven. We aren't disqualified. We need to remember that we're in good company. God has made it a practice of using people that hike with a limp. If you think about it, They are all that are really available to Him. No matter what our struggles are, none of us are disqualified from loving Him and serving Him and His people with whatever we can bring to Him. Let's not be afraid of hiking with the limp. It is a reminder of our encounters with God and the realities of life. Let's choose to embrace the transformative process that God uses in our hard times and grow deeper into being His people marked with humility and faith. As one of Jesus' very closest friends, Peter wrote in his first letter, chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, So be truly glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through the many trials, It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And we have completed our seven trails of hiking with a limp, which were perspective, planning, building, seasons, choice, togetherness, and qualification. This gives us what we need to know to carry on each day, even through struggles. So come along with us on our hike tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. Tomorrow, we will explore the habit of habits. Well, that will finish our podcast for today. If you've missed any of the previous podcasts, please check out Wisdom Trek on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, YouTube, or at wisdom-trek.com. If you enjoy our daily doses of wisdom, these little nuggets we consume each day, I encourage you to take the time to invest in yourself in these three ways. Invest with your time in improving Wisdom Trek by leaving your name, email address, and a comment on our website so that we can provide you with the wisdom and insights that best fit your needs. Number two, invest in yourself by listening to your seven minutes of wisdom through the Wisdom Trek podcast each day. And the best way to do this is to subscribe at iTunes or Stitcher and have it downloaded to you automatically. 
And third, invest in the lives of others by sharing with your family and friends in person or online to journey with us on our wisdom trek. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us a rating at iTunes or Stitcher so that we'll gain more exposure for others to join us on our wisdom trek. The journal for this podcast can be found at wisdom-trek.com, where we also have pictures, tweetable quotes, wisdom nuggets, and free resources. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.